0: And welcome back to the For Film Play Podcast, everybody. My name is Brian Archie, and I'm here with Chris Lucky. And today we're going to be talking about me and you and everyone you know. Hey. And that sounds like a weird sort of like self help book, mm. you mm. know? Name? Yeah. Me and you and everyone and you know, and how to succeed know. in life. <laughs> yeah. You know, just a dude looking really happy on the front cover, but deep down inside, you know, he's been a shotgun a couple times. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess when you look at it, it is kind of like a self-help thing, just seeing people go about their life and, you know, but we'll get to all of that. Yeah, yeah. we'll
0: get to all of that mm-hmm. shit. Um, yeah. But uh, ketchup, condiments, mustard, mayonnaise, whatever yeah. the fuck.
1: Uh, uh, ketchup. Um, I guess um, to not bury the lead, uh, one of the yeah. biggest things that's happening uh, in the entire world right now, fucking Infinity Wars. Infinity,
0: yep, fucking <laughs> Infinity, <laughs> Infinity Wars, Wars, man. You're going to catch up yeah. t- today. Yeah, yeah. And I caught it on opening night. Mm-hmm and i gotta say man i'm you know i'm not a marvel guy mm. i'm i'm neutral with marvel but infinity war fucking mm. killed it nice like anthony and joe russo are gonna go down in history as the guys that did that shit
1: yeah they did they did yeah, all they, right.
0: they did it and they did it very well all right and and i and i'm excited to talk to you about it once you've watched it yeah um because i think uh, i haven't read the source material or anything like that i'm not attached to any of the characters mm. I'm not attached to any of the plot line, mm-hmm. but I think everything, as far as, like, they've been setting this up for 10 years, yeah. and it was not disappointing, mm-hmm. and it was not overwhelming.
1: That's that's a, the biggest thing that I've been thinking about the past, like, month or so or two months. Like, I said, reading the source material, and I'm like, how do I prepare myself to go into this movie? Uh, because if you give me everything here, then I'm like, that's not how it's supposed to be. Like, this is a two-parter. You can't right. fit all of that into one, you know, thing. But the the other thing was, if if it is a two-parter, Am I left with a letdown of, well, fuck, <laughs> you know? It- and I was worried about that, too, because it is a
0: two-parter. Yeah. And the, I think the second one comes out two years from now. Uh,
1: 2019, into 2019.
0: 2019. Yeah. So, like, it is, I was worried about that, too. I was just like, well, we know how fucking cliffhangers, and mm. we've got it with all the fucking Star Wars movies yeah. for fucking ever, yeah. and I kind of hated. Mm. But But infin- infin- they knew, like, they paced it well. Nice. They knew what it was. It wasn't un- disappointing. It, was, it, was, it wasn't overwhelming. Yeah. And you kind of know that it's already going to be a two-parter, yeah. So you're kind of expecting, like, like you, you kind of give them some leeway into where the end of the story, because you know that something else is going to come, yeah. Um, because it, it is, it's, it's an epic of a movie,
1: yeah. You know, oh, like of it,
0: it, it's not, it's not a superhero movie. Mm. It's kind of a Thanos
1: movie. I, I would love to yeah. see that. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit last night, just the, the showing sure. the depth to his character. Yes. and that w- that was something that was very prevalent in the comics. So I'm like, I don't want him just to be another run of the mill villain that's right. just out here slapping down people and killing them for no reason. Like, there's a reason Thanos is the way that he is, and I want to see that.
0: And I think we're gonna get a lot of that. We're gonna get a lot more of that in Infinity Wars 2.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Because but we got enough taste of like Thanos as a bad guy with depth in nice. Infinity Wars one. That really, he wasn't the he he wasn't really the antagonist for me. Like the movie is about Thanos, yeah, and uh, the special effects are amazing. Mm. And I usually have a big fight with like big budget action things because yeah. the the fighting usually seems uh, yeah, it's fucking fantastic. I nice. think it's super well choreographed. So I think I think you'll really enjoy it. Can't wait, it man! Yeah. I've got to read the fucking comics
1: i gotta read infinity Wars, I'll, 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 I'll bring it over nice. there's there's another thing on um there's a, a cartoon called like avengers assemble i think it's called avengers assemble mm-hmm. uh, that thing is actually good as fuck can, i've seen there's see a couple of, of cartoons man yeah man yeah. It's really good. So it's like I've been trying to like reference from the uh, from the comics to through the two different cartoon versions mm-hmm. that they have of the Infinity Gauntlet. I'm like, all right. So how are you gonna work this in? Yep. Are you gonna are you gonna have the um the the advertisement of Adam Warlock from the end of Guardians Two? You know that's something something that we see in the uh the end of the Infinity Gauntlet. Right. Adam Warlock actually shows up and he wields the gauntlet. They take Thanos off into space with the Guardians of the Galaxy. They put him on an abandoned planet. Adam Warlock abandoned planet. I thought they locked him in like a dimension or some shit. The, I mean, some, some the, weird the planet next. within the dimension, like, okay, you can't yeah. get to him. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's done. He's done in he's he's done. Done. Yeah, he's, Yeah, he's off by himself, you no. know, with no power. And um, Adam Warlock eventually goes through that exact same cycle of Thanos to where, you know, you live long enough to become the villain, you right. know. It's just So he's going to Thanos for advice and figuring all this shit out. So I'm like, all right, so are you going to go that route with Adam Warlock? Because if not, then why did you advertise that and at War- the end yep. of, you know, Guardians 2? You know, and, and if not, but there are other routes that you can take. But I'm just, that's just what I've been looking at, you know. That's interesting yeah, two weeks you know to uh, what we're
0: it's, get it's an interesting mix management of source material yeah. like you have like the sor- you have to manage that so carefully and intelligently
1: yeah
0: cuz i i don't think i don't have any idea how they would fit Adam Warlock if it's not? That's him. what. I'm,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. we haven't seen. We haven't seen him at all. Right. You know, and the whole p- purpose of Adam Warlock in these comics, when it came to the Infinity Gauntlet, was he was the one that was powerful enough, and he they advertised. Humans, yeah. And they advertised his power. Like I said, in the end of Guardians Two, the most powerful that the universe has seen. Yada yada. yada. Right. So I'm like, why? Why would you get? Are you giving me that information just to kind of fuck with me? To kind of like have there's multiple options of what we could be doing, but doesn't necessarily mean we have to shoot every gun out of the um, bullet out of the chamber,
0: right? Yeah, you know?
1: like,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm genuinely excited for another Avengers movie, which yeah. I, I didn't think I would say it after Age of Ultron. Because after Age of Ult- Age of Ultron, so I didn't, I fucking now, did not like that movie. Now
1: here's here's another thing. Here's yeah. another ending on uh, Avengers Assemble. That's ev- eventually what happens. You just you you finish off the Thanos saga and immediately goes into Ultron once again. Right. Because uh, the uh, there's a robot that uh, Tony Stark creates that takes the gauntlet, but uh, there's so much power within that gauntlet that the robot absorbs all the power and then becomes Ultron, blasts himself off into space and creates a huge army to then come back and then have more well, Avengers fuck. movies. Well,
0: that's just. Yeah. A- of Interstage of Ultron with extra steps. Did it?
1: it? it is, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm interested to see because I know after after Infinity Wars 2 we get a Captain Marvel movie, mm-hmm. which I'm excited for. That's gonna be nice because it's about time that we get a female-led superhero movie. Mm-hmm. I'm upset that it's. Still not Scarlet. I'm um, still, still not Black Widow.
1: We're going to get the, uh, Dark too. Um, well, well, the Dark Phoenix 2, or the Dark Phoenix, because we've seen right, it yeah. before, but it's not a sequel. But they supposedly will do it right, but they won't, well, because it's not Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fox is bullshit. Well, so, that's
0: what I mean. Like, like a Marvel movie that's like female-led, yeah. I would have loved for the first one to be Scarlet. Black Widow, because mm-hmm. she's such a kind of cool character. Yeah. And she's got a lot of potential narrative-wise, mm. but they refuse to fucking touch on it. Yeah. And and that yeah. has me a little bit That'll upset. Treat. So I'm excited for Captain Marvel. But maybe if Captain Marvel gets well, we have a background story for Widow. That
1: would be nice. Or something. Don't but have to get someone to replace Scarlet at this point. But the Black Widow story just in itself, as you were saying, that's a mm-hmm. great story. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, and Infinity Wars was great. I think it's a fantastic movie. And Anthony and Joe Russo fucking killed
1: it. Nice. Yeah. Um, there is a um, there's a song that came out Jonathan um, Jonathan sent me this song from Kanye West on a Friday night i believe it was so the
0: one with TI
1: nope okay. nope not that not that i still
0: haven't heard that but i know about it have,
1: have you heard the <laughs> lift yourself song from no. Kanye no all right, so like the whole week, you know, uh, Kanye's been back on Twitter mm-hmm. all week, and he's just been saying a bunch of crazy shit. So yes. where people can't tell if he's just office meds <laughs> or you know legitimately believes That's these serious. things, yeah. or you know what is the f- why is he doing this, or is yeah. he just trolling us? You know, I, nobody knows. I, like for I think it's just week.
0: promotional material. Well, yeah,
1: it's mm-hmm. like, but yeah, for, for like a week we're seeing these things. Like he's come back from nowhere, and that this is the stuff that he's saying. Mm-hmm. So after about three or four days, you're right. Like everybody saying the only reason you're even talking to us and you know bringing up anything is to promote because you got something to sell you're trying to sell something to us that's why you're talking to us and then by friday he was like all right i'm about to put out some music to shut everybody up so y'all can see what i've been doing this whole time and jonathan sends me this song it's like 10:15 at night i get the text i'm at the gas station and i'm, I'm sitting there you know about to i'm, about, I'm, about, I'm not, not getting out of my car because i want to hear this song because the beat comes on and it is thumping it's fucking fire brian It is fire. (laughs) I'm like, oh, shit. But it's like kind of one of those beats is just like it's building up and building up and building up. He was like, all right. Now, I mean, I've heard nothing, you know, but percussion and and music for like a minute and 45 seconds. Like, all right, are we going to get to someone speaking or anything at any point? Because you're just vibing hard as fuck. And then Kanye starts talking. He was like, all right, y'all know what time it is now. Y'all about to get those Ours. And then the, the, then the beat starts going, then he's like, scoopity poop. Poopity scoop. Scoopity poop poop. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he does scoopity poop for about 45 seconds, and then the song ends. And I'm like, okay, you fucking troll. It, it, it reminded me of fucking Sage, Why the, Why the Long Horse. I'm like, you just trolled me for that long <laughs> just to do that? <laughs> That fucking
0: joke, I went out with Sage to drink like maybe like three weeks ago. Yeah. And I ordered my drink, and he sat there for 15 minutes. Oh, God. Fucking adding context (laughs) to that fucking joke.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's just the ultimate troll. But yeah, that's, that's what was happening on the internet this week. Just Kanye just trolling Kanye people. Kanye's crazy. All, all to be damned. I think it might uh, backfire on him this time just because he's playing with some serious things here. Right. I know? mean,
0: like, the thing is, he lost 9.2 million followers in he, the two days that he, he got a back already. Trump. He got I mean, him. I'm sure
1: he did. Yeah, plus more. So yeah. it's just like, it's just that controversy. Like, yeah, he went down from 27 million to 18 million, yeah. and then it was back up to 20 the next day. Now it's at 29. You know, so it's just like, he loves the controversy, very he similar to, to Trump. He,
0: he navigates just, that shit. Yeah. yeah, but but also he's kind of a narcissist. So I'm not kind really, of. Yeah. <gasps> and and by blown. kind of
1: I mean he's a narcissist. <laughs>
0: yep. Let me use my big boy words. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Motherfuckers, a narcissist. It, it definitely <laughs> so.
1: Oh yeah. Um,
0: and so like I'm. I'm anyone surprised? No. Nah, like, I, I I I saw Twitter feed <laughs> like yeah. just for like four days, and it was all Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't know what was happening, so I just tweeted as Kanye. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. to hoping someone would answer, but I got no. Contact from nobody knows. Nobody Nobody knows. knows. No, it's fucking great. I love Twitter. I love the internet. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. Um, The only other thing that I got to catch up is Mm -hmm. yesterday we celebrated my birthday and Sage's birthday at the same time, Mm -hmm. and it was fucking fantastic. It was. We went to a bari and I got. Pretty fucking drunk.
1: We played a game. What was that, Queen? Protect- oh, Queen uh, Killer Queen. Killer, Killer Queen. Queen. That was awesome, man. That
0: is a, it, 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 it's so fucking um, like a
1: fun party
0: game. Yes. It's just, it's like five players, it's like 10 people play, and yeah. then you just kick each other's asses, and mm-hmm. it's great.
1: I met like three or four people. Like, we played on different teams the last <laughs> time. and just like teamed up with, with new people. Like, it was, it was fun.
0: I'm upset that you guys won that one because mm-hmm. I was so cocky walking into it.
1: Oh, that. you were. Oh, you were. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, I will fuck you up, Christopher. <laughs> And uh,
0: I was the one that got the the up fuck. Yeah. I, I,
1: like, I mean, like they just, we just all handed our rolls. I was like, all, all I know how to do is get the little pink balls and put them in the hole. He was like, okay, you just do that the whole time. You, you just go after the snail the whole time. You do this. I was like, all right. So I just said, did one thing. Yep, that's it. I mean, that's all you're going to do.
0: Yeah. All I did was go after the queen. I was just like, that bitch is mine. Um, so super fun game. A bar is a super fun bar. We oh, yeah. went there with like a couple of people. Thanks to everyone that showed up and hung out with us. It yeah. was super awesome. And uh, then we had fish tacos. Yes, and that was delicious. It was. And then we got—I got drunker. That's
1: the, all that happened. You um, know, There was something about, like, you, you didn't wake up with much of a hangover. I didn't either. Yeah. And I feel like something, the, uh, the walk there and the walk back has something to do with it.
0: I, I think so, too. You know? I think we got sobered up enough that it didn't fuck us up on the walk over, And yeah. then I got drunk again. And then we were okay. Yeah. It was like a half a reset. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was like our body metabolized it, you know, a little better or yeah. easier or something to the point to where we woke up and didn't feel like death. That because awesome. we definitely consumed enough. Well, <laughs> by
0: four in the morning, I went over to Sage's place
1: yeah. with you. Would just so,
0: and by yeah. like four in the morning, I was like pale. I have bags under my eyes. Yep. I had a headache. <laughs> like I was hungover at four in the morning, yep. but I hadn't gone to sleep yet. Yeah. So I went through the full change of like sober to drunk to sober to fucking drunk to fucking hungover. Yeah. And like it's eight hours. Yeah. And I I got here and I just fucking like went to sleep in my bathroom yeah. in my bathtub. That's all I did. Nice. I with, woke,
1: with, with water or no water? With water. Oh yeah. no! So like, what happens? Do, are you awakened by the change? Of temperature,
0: yes, I, I'm yeah. sure that's what happens because I always wake up after two hours, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, would you know that scene in The Nice Guys when Ryan Gosselin wakes up in the bathtub at the beginning?
1: Oh, and just like doesn't know what the fuck is going on, right? Really? And he's just
0: like he's wondering if he'll ever be happy again. Mm. That's kind of what it felt like waking up uh-huh. after drinking a lot in a bathtub, yeah, and you just kind of what's happening, yeah. Woke up at five in the fucking morning. After getting here, like, at four. Mm. <laughs> no, it was, like, six. It was right. fucking. I don't know. It was great. It was fantastic. I had a great time. I got very lit. And the, thank you to everyone that showed up.
1: There was an amazing thing that happened on the way there. Like, super drunk. I start picking flowers and yeah. put them in my hair. I got more compliments <laughs> from those flowers than any accessory I've ever worn right. in my entire life. Ever. <laughs> Sunglasses, watches, hats, anything like that. These flowers that were just picked off the ground. Yep. So, conversation starter. Convers- so, I mean,
0: yeah. The, it's also like a nice hippie place. Kinda, uh, oh, we yeah. Were. The area, so they're yeah. just kind of like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. I love the flowers, man.
1: You know, I bet you someone, yeah. any of those people that complimented those flowers, somebody had to have some fucking shrooms, some psychedelics of some kind. That might have been their advertisement to me right there. <laughs> 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 yeah, nice yeah. flowers, man.
0: You want some psychedelics. Yeah. Yeah,
1: man. <laughs> totally,
0: bro. <laughs> nice. You know, every every single person that I've met mm-hmm. that has grown or consumed shrooms frequently, yeah. all have the same voice they oh, all do
1: just like monotone don't really it's like, yeah. oh, monotone yeah,
0: a little yeah. shaky yeah. and their language is just weird it's just like mm. yeah man like uh, i told yeah totally totally did like they travel mm. back to the 60s for some reason uh, every time they do shrooms mm. and then you just you just talk into like a modern day hippie that showers that's really the only difference uh.
1: That's weird. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about like if you're doing psychedelics like all the time. Like eh, I don't know. I mean, if you're doing pretty frequently, yeah. Like, you know? I don't know, if you want to do that, no, I, no, I, definitely no. No, no, no. I
0: definitely don't. No, I definitely don't. I'm too scared of what's in here to like do that consistently.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I try. I like to. I like to do it once a year. Like any kind of psychedelic, um, whether it's like uh, LSD acid, you know, or mushrooms. Right. But like after a year, it does like a hard reset. And, like, you're still left with all that stuff there residually, yeah. but it just does a hard reset. And for me, it just centers me back on the things that are important. Like, out the last time was during the podcast, and I remember mm-hmm. I thought a lot about about love and the Beatles. And now I'm like, I finally mm-hmm. understand the Beatles and love and yada, yada. You finally understand the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't get it at first. I'm like, this shit is whack, man. <laughs> all you need is love. Love, love, love. Like, like that is so corny. It is corny. No, but it's but like it's a good time. But, but it's a good
0: fucking time. It is a good time. And I was like, all right, yeah, love is great. It's like corned beef hash. It just tastes good. Yeah,
1: yeah. Love is all you yeah. need. Did that I don't think that made sense.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, so again, everybody that showed up, uh, thank you so much. Had a great time. And then if I was too drunk to talk to you at any point in the night, mm-hmm. I apologize. But know that I appreciate it. It's a good time. And uh, I think that's it for the opening. I don't think we got a lot. Hey. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna cut we're going to talk about me and you and everybody and every fuck and everyone, you know, yeah. me and you and everyone, you know,
1: yeah. everyone we know, everyone, fuck, <laughs> it's
0: fucking me, myself on a ring. That's what we're doing. All right. <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to talk about me and you and everybody, you know, everyone, you know. Everyone we know. Fuck! <laughs> I literally just did that like 30 seconds ago. That's hasn't even right. been that long of a break. Uh,
1: yeah, right, right, right. What the fuck ever. Uh, right, um, me the Me, you, and everyone we know. is a rated R. It came out in 2005. It's a drama slash comedy. It's one hour and 35 minutes for the runtime. Uh, the rundown is single man meets a starving artist who moonlights as a cabbie. They awkwardly attempt to start a romance, but Richard's divorce has left him emotionally damaged, and he struggles to remain open to the possibilities of his new relationship. Relationship. Meanwhile, his sons take part in their own clumsy experiments with the opposite sex. Uh, the writer-director is Miranda July, and it stars John Hawkes, Miranda July, and Miles Thompson. Miles Thompson. He's the uh, the kid, the uh, the thirteen year old. I guess he didn't seem black. Like the mother seemed black. Yeah. The, the the husband was obviously white, but the kid seemed Indian, of a little, you know. Yeah.
0: I I I thought they were I thought they looked black. I don't know. Yeah. This is like
1: a black person always like, I don't know. See? Are you are are you black? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe they are. Whatever.
0: Uh, listen man, like I gotta be honest with you. I'm not sure
1: I got this movie. Oh no, I am I'm, I'm ready to carry yeah. it. i I can carry it. Yeah, now.
0: I'm not sure I understood what the fuck this movie was about.
1: <laughs> I really yeah. did not.
0: Like I liked, I liked their romance. Mm-hmm. I like their romance with the two main characters. Uh, what the fuck? Robert Hawks and Miranda July mm-hmm. character. I like that. Mm-hmm. Or John Hawks. I liked that. And I kind of kept track of that. The lady seemed a little disconnected from reality.
1: She definitely was, yeah.
0: The guy was fucking weird, but I liked that because they yeah. kind of worked together In and they had a cute thing. Yeah. And there was a lot of like lines that I was just like, oh, okay, I like that sentiment. That's pretty mm-hmm. cute. Like the let's just walk until that street until that's old age and then we oh, die yeah, like yeah. I like that moment Yeah. and there was like a, like a bunch of tiny other quotes like someone was like the ceiling will crush you like oh, oh. Oh, I yeah. gotta get my bearings but uh, there were moments in the movie that I was just like that's a cute sentiment mm. that's really nice what the fuck is happening? All right. It was kind of my, my entire feeling towards this movie. Mm-hmm. Just no, I, just what
1: just what's going on? Yeah,
0: <laughs> like I understood the first for like the first thirty minutes of the movie, I was good. Mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, so a single dude, he's kind of kind of kooky, mm-hmm. has burnt his hand on lighter fluid trying to, in some logic, save his marriage. Okay, I get I'm, that. Yeah, yeah. Random lady that's obviously a performance artist. Mm-hmm. And Miranda July is actually a performance artist, so that made sense. Mm -hmm. And they meet, and they're eccentric, and they sort of have a spark. And I I am on board with that. And then the two teenage girls like trying to bang this borderline pedophilic dude that works at the same store as Richard happen, and then the uh, poop into your butthole back Back and and forth forth, forever forever happen. And like... By forty minutes, I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, what? And then I—that's uh, kind of <laughs> where the, I landed.
1: uh, uh every—I like it in the sense that everything is connected. So they start you off, like I said, with Miranda's character and the um, and Richard, the right. uh, John Hawks. So you start off with them. But what I love is just that they show how everything and everyone is touched, connected, and a part of this community of this movie. Right. You know. So um, start starting back from from the beginning. You have the um a family that is now displaced and a uh, the, the father was like oh now you're going to have two homes you know some kids don't, don't even have a home to go to yeah. and your guys are going to have two and then you have um these these two sons uh, one of them's like 13 or so and the other one's like 6 years old mm-hmm. and you can tell they're clearly not with it, you right? Know, like yeah, you're, yeah. You're not pushing off two homes on us. Like that's something better. You know, our our home's just now got split up. Our mom's gone. Now we're just living with you and our mom back and forth. And like he's realizing that you know his what's happening in his life. And there's a quote about when, when he tries to, when he burns his hand because mm-hmm. what he thinks he's doing, like I said, is setting his, his hand on, on fire with alcohol. Right. And then he's gonna impress his son. So you know, right in front of the window, the window they're gonna see how cool dad is and that he does cool things. And he's letting that shit burn. And uh, when he's explaining about it, he said, uh, after I lit it, I suddenly remembered it's alcohol alcohol that burns but doesn't burn up. Lighter fluid? That just burns. (laughs) (laughs) And then I thought... It's okay. It's better this way. Right. And, and um, wh- the reason I like that line is just like, I, as, I, as I was saying, he tried to use the alcohol, but as soon as his hand was just burning up and he felt it, he just stared at it for a while. And he was like, that thought is better this way. It connects back to that line when he first m- meets Miranda for the first time and she he sees her ankles and he's like, you think you deserve this pain? Right. And when he's going through that, because of things that's going on with his wife and his children, and he was like, "It's better this way," because he's feeling that pain and that just physically feeling it. It was like, "No, this I deserve this." Right.
0: He thinks he deserves that. that he thinks that he deserves pain. that.
1: Yeah. So it's like, I was like, "I really I like that," you know, with the in the intro, introduction mm-hmm. with Miranda, just paralleling those things. And um, another part that was kind of cheesy because you advertise it a little too hard, but it was still cute for me too. Mm-hmm. In that same meeting, when. Um, he he's like, oh no there's there's a quote actually because uh, he's a shoe salesman yep. and then he was like uh, so you're not gonna like put the shoe on me or you know help me with it or anything he was like oh no 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 we don't do that anymore he was like well I just I just think that's part of good service you know to help me with my shoe he was like oh no we'll we'll pick the shoe out for you we'll put it down I'll give you a shoehorn or a sock you know but uh but I will never touch your foot with our hands he was like now I'll tell you what I can do I could press on your shoe and see if it fits like this and then they they do a close up and showing him putting his finger. Just touching the shoe, and <laughs> and then he just goes on. through the motion. It's just like, does that feel good? Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right,
0: yeah, try it out. Yeah. That part was was really funny. Yeah. I yeah. fucking laughed at that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, um, and, and I like how they kind of cross conversations to mm-hmm. where, um, so he gets up and he's walking around, and then he's discussing like why her ankles are bruised up, and she doesn't have to uh, continue to have foot pain. Like a lot of people think that that foot pain is just a part of life, but right. actually, life is a lot better than that. And um, the guy, that, what is that? Um, what relation is the older gentleman to Miranda? She she just works at the at the house by
0: driving them around, so it she's just, just kind of like her, her, her chauffeur.
1: It's like okay, like yeah. oh yeah, like the cabbie, okay yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, he's he's walking by, and then he was like, yeah, you, you really should listen to him; it might change your life uh, starting right now. <laughs> you know, and it's just kind of that that like I said, advertising that they should be hooking up and getting right. together and all that, yeah. But, um,
0: the yeah. thing that I really liked about the film, mm-hmm. and and I'll give it credit for this, the whimsical tone, oh, the whimsical yeah. sort of quirky tone, yeah. was handled really well. Yeah, and I think the 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 emphasis on the insignificant moments being the important ones was also really well done. Very true. Like her buying the shoe, or mm-hmm. or the lady calling her and saying macaroni. <laughs> or, <I> love it <laughs> <that. laughs> Just random. Yeah. Or like the 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 weird blow job scene mm. with the kid, the thirteen year old kid. Mm. And like those tiny moments that seem incredibly insignificant, those are kind of the formative moments of a person's life. Those mm. are the things that mean something in the long run. Yes. And I feel like Marinette July understood that. And that's what the movies sort is sort of about.
1: And you just like Hammer, nail right. on the head, because, I mean, that's something I want to talk about right in there. The um the small kid, like the six-year-old, mm-hmm. the small thing, if you just, everyone remember being a child and exploring and finding new things and understanding things for the first time. And he's the only person, he's waking up in the morning, father's asleep, or he's at his mother's house, mother's mm-hmm. asleep. Even his brother, who's always by him side, his side, he's asleep. And he's always hearing this, ding. Ting, 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 ting. Mm-hmm. And it was like, why? And it's, they, don't, they don't address it at first. They just show him that he's awake. He hears it. And that's that. Right. You know, a couple of times. And then it's finally explained to him, I think by his mother, you know, saying something about the, the lights are shutting on, coming on or shutting down. Mm-hmm. And that's what this sound is, you know, electricity, yada, yada. So he kind of accepts that. Until the end of the movie, and just going back into the, those small moments and the whimsical thing is just that it was something more, something different than what adults are telling this kid. Right. He went out and explored. For, what was it? Um, was it first thing in the morning, or was it the sun going down? That
0: was the first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning. Yeah, the sun's going
1: up. The sun's going up. So he's going out there in pajamas, exploring and finding out what in the name of hell is this sound? <laughs> like if it is electricity, I need to see it. Right. And it's just some guy that gets up every single morning to go to work at the crack of dawn, and he just has a core. And he's knocking it up against a, a post yep. for however long, right? And then the explanation is oh, just passing time, just passing time. And then <laughs>
0: yeah. the time is literally the sun literally rises with, with each the time. tap, yeah. yeah. Which I'm just like, all right, listen. Like the movie had me mm. with the sort of quirky, whimsical tone, and I, I don't think that falls outside of it. No, it's still there. Yeah, it, it's still quite there, and maybe it's from like maybe they just switch that to the perception of a kid, and the kid thinks that the F- relation of the thing yep. is the one the thing that's rising the sun. Yeah, but at face value, mm. when you start going into how these all relationships are connected, yep. it's really like a weird emotional chain because, like, <laughs> contextually, mm. a lot of that shit is fucked up. That's happening.
1: oh uh, yeah, because yeah, we, you're going through like. Well, no, no, it's it's not even from like uh age to age, because right. I mean it's it's consistently fucked up through each age yes. from the six-year-old's point of view, through the teenager's point of view, through the adults' point it's of view. It's all fucked it's, up. It's fucked up from the yeah. Like the
0: like the main character doesn't understand relationships and normal human behavior, no. so he just kind of goes through the motions that he's told to go through. Mm-hmm. And then that's I think ultimately what kind of destroyed the marriage because they couldn't accept the 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 eccentricity of that personality. Mm-hmm. And then, so really, it's about someone finding love and someone that finds the same eccentricity, eccentricity, mm. like useful. Yeah. But like everything's fucked up. He likes his own hand on fire. He yeah. talks to people like, you know, like he's just got this weird emotional beats. He's always kind of like unslept and unkempt. Mm. And just the relationship is weird and fucked up. She gets kind of creepy and stalkerish. Yeah. But the guy sort of thinks it's that sweet in some regard because she's like. You know, they had they exchanged this weird moment of saying, like, we are gonna die by the end of this walk, and that's our relationship. And Mm. they have all these cute little moments where they have to hold their mirror together and talk. And that part was fine, Mm. it was weird. And I was just like, you people are fucked up. Yeah. I don't know how relationships work like this it's what the fuck but fine i'll that's, let it go
1: that's something that i liked with with him because like as you're in the movie and then one person has to be the voice of reason right and at in that scene it had to be him you know she gets in the car and then he was like hold on what, what's going on here like yeah. this was just a whimsical fun thing like i'm not actually insane and now i'm worried that you are you know <laughs> not, yeah. not necessarily in those words you know it's like so how, how about you get out of my car how about that? Right. You know, and she sits there with, it was like, oh, fuck. Like, I thought I found another person that was, you know, yeah. kind of quirky and fun and whimsical that was willing to just let things flow as they may be and not necessarily a, a murderer of children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as, as he says, you know, he's like, you don't, you don't know me from anybody. It's like, I could be a murderer of children. Like, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you just got in my car. I didn't invite you in my car. But it's just we had a very nice moment with them, like, not even 45 seconds before yep. that.
0: And that, and that's what I think that like that's also part of what the movie's about like like a nice moment from something doesn't dictate how the rest of it is gonna go you know no, or like a bad moment doesn't dictate how the rest of it is gonna go no and but, like but I like that she got in her car and she kind of got a wake up call saying like you bitch you're being weird mm-hmm. and 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 then she was kind of cool about it yeah. and then he had the. Spark, yeah, you know, and she just kind of lodged in his head, and they, and that was a cute, that was cute thing to do. Yeah. She was being weird. She realized that she took another approach. It went yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the whole movie, like from the relationship with the the neighbor and the two teenage girls and the kid that got the blowjob, and then the little kid with the computer, mm-hmm. all of that, I was just like, I thought. The, I thought the movie was a romance. Why am I dealing with a borderline pedophile and a dude oh. sexting like, <laughs>
1: with a romance. fucking
0: 40 year old woman? Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like a, like a, like, a, like a, if you read the IMDb thing, mm-hmm. you're just going to, uh, shoot a lonely shoe salesman and a quirky performance artist sort of fall in love. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be like a cute romance movie. Definitely not. Hey, uh, uh, suck my dick, 17 uh, year old. What? Yeah. W-
1: <laughs> yeah, like I there's not many romance movies that I can really get behind to where I was like that's my type of thing unless right. there has to be comedy mixed in yeah. very hardcore. Even and there definitely this one, was. Even listen is listed as a drama slash comedy. Mm-hmm. I would almost say it would be a comedy slash drama somewhere in there, but it's like for romance, I didn't even nah think romance though
0: yeah i i got fooled by the description but Mm. seeing the movie definitely i see the drama part oh yeah and i see sort of the coming of age
1: uh, coming of age a bit yeah
0: and like people and even and i say coming of age despite the fact that these people are you know quite old it doesn't necessarily mean teen movie no no, no, it just means coming of like like realizing something that they needed
1: and and some of them are coming of age we have a you know the teenage girls the teenage boy and the six-year-old kid right i mean yeah
0: uh, so I was, I, I really loved the offbeat humor. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. Cause it, it was a refresher from all the fucked up things that happened conceptually. Yeah. But then they played it for comedy and you was like, mm-hmm. all right, that's funny.
1: That's, there, it's fucking ridiculous. There, it's yeah. Funny. There was one that, um, from what you're saying, how they played something small for comedy. Um, when, um, when Miranda and was it John Hawk? I think mm-hmm. his name was. Yeah. yeah when, uh, when they meet and then she, he sees the, uh, the burned hand, was that was that them? No, 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 yeah, it was them. It was him. It was like, uh, what? Well, what happened? It was like, uh, you want the short version or you want the long one? Yeah. It's like the long one. It's like uh, I tried to save my life, but it didn't work. It was like, wow, what's the short one? I burned it. <laughs> 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 I was like, all right, you know. So like the uh, the dialogue, there's very good dialogue. Like I said, everything's very uh, quirky, cute in a way, and right. not based in too much. Of what you would call reality, yes. you know, there's, it's, a, it's
0: a little off kilter from reality.
1: There's a um, a guy that's that's working with uh, with Richard. Uh, I can't think of his. I think it might be Andrew. Uh, But um, the the two teenage girls outside of his house, he was like, I would like to believe that that's how life works. That 18-year-olds, you know, that are are sisters and are super hot, you know, and want to come over and bang me. yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Something like that. But he's just like, that's not how it's going to work. That
0: whole scene. Mm -hmm. Like, everything after that was, like, moderately uncomfortable. But that scene where he's actually physically talking to them, Mm -hmm. I was so, like, cringing in my own sort of, like, inability to understand what's
1: Oh, what the fuck is happening? That's that's what Uh, I loved about it too. Because like, think about like, um, kid fourteen or thirteen year old girls mm -hmm. to nineteen year old girls, high school, you know, freshmen through seniors. Right. And unfortunately, they are looked at that way in a way that older males, you know, even a guy like that who, in the end, he realized that like he couldn't talk to them. Like he he had a weird uh, way of. Of morals and deciding what was okay and what wasn't okay, right. like in his in his mind, like he couldn't he couldn't talk dirty to them verbally because that would make him a pervert and kind of like a borderline pedophile.
0: But he could leave notes in the window.
1: He could leave notes describing exactly what he would have uh, wanted to do verbally, you know, and physically. Right. You know, there was like, first of all, I tell you to take your shirts off so I can see those sweet little nipples <laughs> on you, and there was like, which is,
0: by the way, mm-hmm. the worst possible way to <laughs> ask anybody to show you their boobs. Yes, yeah, very. Bad. I want to see those. No, 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 no. no you No, I'm leaving.
1: Yeah, so, <laughs> so he, he's doing, he's doing that. He's yeah. putting these notes on his window, like every few days, it's like two and three notes, and they're coming by and they're reading them. And eventually, like you said, we get to the point to where he realizes, like, no, he can't actually fuck these girls. Right. he Can't actually do anything with them because the girls are trying to lose their virginity, you mm-hmm. know, and just find out what it's all about. They go to the door, and he ducks down and hides. He was like, "Fuck, I've went too far." Right. You know, even with my whole moral compass, you know, it's like I can, I can write these notes and I can jack off in the window watching them and that's okay to do that's right, not perverted that's, totally fine. <laughs> yeah, that's not perverted at all you know but I have my line and uh, when the girls try to cross the line like he
0: Backs off, and, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Finally, and uh, then you see the two girls running down the street, and I love that shot of just youth and what could have happened just now mm-hmm. and the moment that could have happened. You just have to imagine that they lose their virginity in hopefully a much better way than yes. that situation would have <laughs> been, you know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just I love the shot them running running down the street, almost holding hands and just enjoying their their youth for the moment yes. and uh, ev- avoiding a terrible terrible mistake.
0: Yep. And I, I really love that tone of, of discovering, like, everyone learns something about themselves. Mm-hmm. And I really love that yeah. about the movie. I yeah. think it, because nothing really happens Mm-mm. in the movie. Nothing, yeah. people just kind of, like, realize that the thing, it's the small moments that matter. Mm-hmm. And those are kind of formative. Yeah. And then they happen to you, and then you just kind of move on and live whatever happens yeah. after that. Yeah. And I think that's cute. I think it's a really good, solid message for the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it I you know I have trouble with the structure of this movie. Mm-hmm. That's what I have trouble with, because I couldn't really keep track of what. I think there were too many subplots.
1: I mean, there was a lot of subplots. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I
0: think there were for me there were too many because mm. by the time that I got familiarized with one of them they were jumping me around to the other one and I had to remember. It's like, oh, wait, what the fuck's happening with this guy? Mm-hmm. And then, wait, uh, fuck, is the lady in the job important at all? Like, wh- why is she there? Mm-hmm. Why do I keep seeing her? And she says macaroni and, 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 and then turns out she was the woman at the end of the computer yeah. line. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, good. She learned something about herself. She yeah. kind of, I'm don't, i not entirely sure what that was. That was
1: a beautiful moment at, yeah. the, at the end. I love that when, because uh, they're, they're talking like, the the innocence of a child like this this the, the little kid he's able to to write all right let's let's let me get into this here because you, you have the the fifteen sixteen year old who is a bit jaded. Uh, to an extent. It's like right. he knows what you're not supposed to say to women and what you can say, you know, and so he's, when the when the smaller brother says, you know, text what I told you. I want to poop back and forth. I poop in your butt and then you poop it back into mine and then we just continue to go do it back and forth mm-hmm. forever. forever and then he's, the, the older, the 15-year-old is like, no, like that makes no sense. Like why would you literally want to do something like that? Like that is terrible. She's going to think we're crazy. She's going to call the cops. Like why would we do something like that? But the kid is just like, He's not thinking about... He has no ulterior motive. Right. You know, it's just is just the mind of a child and then he meets up with a with a lady who is like that whimsical just let it be type thing yeah. and she's not thinking about it literally either she's like oh man this guy is fun he's playful you know he you know he's just saying whimsical things i want to see where this goes right. and eventually they meet up with a person that she felt like she completely connected with yep. and a child who felt like he completely connected with someone in his world for one of the, the first times he gets there And he's not threatened by the, the age range that this is like a full grown adult. Right. You know, he, he goes up, pushes the hair out of her, out of her face and, you know, just shows her like just. Trying to shows her love, you mm-hmm. know. It's like I care about you. I see you. I I notice you. I acknowledge you. Like your life may be, you know, shit and in isolation, mm-hmm. you know. But I notice you. And she responded. She reciprocated. She gave him a kiss on the lips. The same mm-hmm. way it's like I, I noticed you. I, I see that you're a six year old boy. Like I'm not about to fuck you, you know. His other kiss, that you know, it's like it never even goes that far. But she acknowledges him, gets up, and then walks away in her sadness and depression and yep. whatever else her life is going to be from that point. But I just it makes
0: an art show based on the experience mm-hmm. okay yeah,
1: and you would assume that I guess for her story arc that something good would have come out come out of that for her right and um another thing they showed about her character. Is um, that she was a, a lot more caring for her job and people than it seemed. You know, yeah. she seemed like an isolated person, but Miranda has this video, and at the halfway point, Miranda's like, you know what? You're not even watching this video anymore. Like, nobody's watching this. I can do whatever the fuck I want to, and nobody will ever know. <laughs> you know like, she just starts doing crazy stuff, and she's like, you know what? If you are watching this, call this number. And then she puts up a number. It was like, if you've if you seen this, call this number, and then just say, macaroni hang up the phone no questions asked you know oh, that and that. that's it you know after all the, and Miranda never in a million years expects to ever receive a phone call yep. and hear macaroni she's forgotten about this she, like, that's completely out of her mind There's not a chance Said no anybody's watching that and then one day she's just sitting there at the bed and, and like you said it's like none of the it's just a bunch of jumbled things yeah. that are all separate but then when she gets that call picks up the phone macaroni click like what the fuck just happened? <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's like it all goes in together. So it's like I believe that the end of her story arc that uh something rewarding would have come to to her, you know. Right.
0: And 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 I get that a lot. I I, I the thing I liked about the movie is that it's, it never takes itself too seriously. Not at all. And it never takes itself too lighthearted. Mm-hmm. It's, it travels that thin line of like, this is meaningful, this is playful. Mm-hmm really well. Yeah. And I enjoyed that about it. I enjoyed the way that people talked, even mm. though it made me really uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> the dialogue was really sort of offbeat and mm. and not smooth at all. And it was on purpose. Yes. Oh yeah. Um but just the like the way John Hawks talked the mm-hmm. entire time. I was just like, dude, like get some water in you. Like, I, I love that. <laughs> I, love, I love
1: that about him. Like he's because he's not supposed to be very likable, right. you know, or like a a villain of any kind. You know, it's like you're just always trying to find out what is, what are you, right, you yeah. know? Do I like you? Do I not like you? But uh, there's there's a point where he's you kind of kind of find out what he's about, and it was like, I would, Is that him? Yeah, it's like um, I don't I don't want to have to do this for a living. I just walk around. I just want to want to be swept off my feet, you know? I want to have children that have magical powers. I'm prepared to be amazing. I'm prepared to see amazing things happen. I can handle it. No. You know, and you're just like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? <laughs> you know, it's like, but, but in reality, it's just that's something that we all kind of deal with, I guess, yeah. not wanting to be in the, our life when it's just that you wake up, you do your nine to five, you feel like things should be better for you. And that's kind of where depression sets in is yep. where you see your, you see where your life could be and you want where you want it to be, but it's not there. Yep. And he stuck in that. He was like, my kids could be have fucking magic powers. All my life could be amazing. And I see that for myself, but I'm not there. And, sets in for depression a little bit yeah. for him. What, going back into what you're saying and not taking itself too serious, uh, by the end of the movie when um, he's very nervous and he takes a uh, painting <laughs> yeah. with the birds and he's trying to like, jam it into the, some, some fucking trees, jamming in there, and then Miranda shows up. She was like, do you think that's going to fit? <laughs> it was like, maybe try it over there. Mm. And then she's pointing off camera. So it was like, maybe she means in the house, yeah. you know, but no, she's pointing to some bushes. Yeah, so it come bush. <laughs> comes over and tries to frame the painting inside some bushes. She's like, oh, well, no, I thought it would fit there, but it doesn't fit. Uh, let's try over there. And then they tried inside of a tree, you know, so it's like, I like how just silly and, and how serious they're not taking yes. themselves the entire time. You know? And
0: uh, there was one little detail that I liked a lot because the, I think the day after he takes off his ban- bandage yeah Yeah, he had a conversation with Miranda was like when do you take that off Mm. and he goes like I guess when it stops hurting yeah and then at the end he takes off the bandage and that's I mean almost immediately after that's when Miranda calls and he goes like Mm. hey fucking get over here yeah and so like I like the symbolism of like it stopped hurting so he's ready for a new relationship Mm -hmm. I like the way that that played out I like the way that they were quirky and whimsical in their own right and that sort of evolves into some type of happiness for them Mm -hmm. Uh, I like that every other subplot ended up in people realizing that they were missing something, yeah, and that maybe they had found it, and even if it didn't work out, they now know how to find it, yeah, Uh, which was really nice. It was like a really nice, optimistic, weird sort of movie.
1: There's something that, and I believe that the Miranda, the writer, had some of those same sentiments, Mm -hmm. like echoing exactly what you were saying. Uh, The beginning of the movie when uh, Miranda's driving around, the guy uh, he says, "I wish I had met Ellen 50 years sooner." Uh, but maybe I needed 70 years of life to be ready for a woman like her. Right. Yep. You know, so it's like that goes into what you were saying, yeah.
0: And 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 I and I really generally like the themes of like time uh, not conforming to you yeah. and whatever. I kind I like the ideas of of like life is kind of what you make sense decided of it. it. Yeah. yeah. You decide it is. Yeah. I like the weird exploration of teenagehood and puberty. Mm. Yeah. And I liked the exploration of like childlike innocence. I think mm. it, I think it was very much a movie about growing up in your own terms. Yeah, and I liked that a lot. Yeah. However, the structure I had significant problems with. Mm. I couldn't keep it together for like the first forty-five minutes. Mm. Uh, the dialogue I really effective at doing the tone that it wanted made me that I had to pause the movie a lot because like three sentences happened and she was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta process that for a second, all right. <laughs> and then. Sort of go through it. So, it's one of those movies that I would not watch again, mm-hmm. but I acknowledge and admire the value of what the director did. Oh, yeah.
1: No, she's she's yeah. awesome.
0: And the movie's really good. It's got like an 81% in Rotten Tomatoes. Like yeah. It's it's a critically acclaimed movie. Oh, yeah. Um, But I I don't think I got it in the way that the movie wanted to be got.
1: I think that's you why know? I love it, because like, I understand that it's not a 10 out of 10 movie, but it there's like it's just so charming for mm-hmm. me. I love movies that that are kind of like an indie movie to where there's not a point, like a grand point right. at the end, to where someone is supposed to go from point A to point B in the journey. And then that's what we were here for. Like these right, these kind of movies here. Um, I guess you kind of see it a little bit in. Um, What's the movie with the Gretchen Gerwig? Uh, uh, Greta Gerwig. Greta, it's, uh, Lady Bird. Lady Bird. It's like you'll see kind of a coming of age, but it's like that's not the point of a character going from point A to point B. Right. It's the journey and things and just un- unwrapping things. There's, um, there's something that Robert was saying uh, – yeah, when when they're Robert and uh, Richard and, and Andrew, when they're in the shoe store, that reminded me of like Al Bundy a lot, just uh, the shoe salesman yeah. and talking to people and, and yeah. Man. But he um, was like, "Well, me and Pam were first in love. We hated to be apart, even for an hour." Andrew's like, "Oh yeah, I had something like that once—a real fuckathon." And Rich was like, "No man, we just we just slept. We loved to sleep when it came time to sleep, not sex. Like we had sex, but we really what we really loved to do was sleep like babies." all day long. Right. Then Andrew, like, thought about it for a second and was like, that sounds perfect.
0: And then he used that line Mm. in the notes and sleep, sleep, sleep like little babies Mm -hmm. and I was quite frankly uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Because, like, he used something that was so pure and innocent and, and natural, you know, and because where his mind was just that, um, communicating with another bro Mm -hmm. in a work environment is like you you can't say yeah real fuckathon even that even if that's not what it is it's just you say that and the other guy was like he's not insecure within himself was like no i mean we had sex but it's like that's not what it was about like we we just just, we just loved sleeping and the guy thought about it it was like oh wow i can maybe i can use that (laughs) like you're saying
0: yeah and, and it's a weird distortion of like the purity of the film. And I, I think that that's also sort of part of the movie. Yeah. How, like, the, the pure intentions of someone can get easily distorted oh, yeah. by the other people around them. Yeah. Uh, I think the kids, like, misinterpreting the dad's sort of whimsy and trying to connect with them with some sort of redemption about the divorce or the marriage or something. And sort of equating that with mm. the dad, put a strains in the relationship, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think those are things that the movie did very well. Yeah. And uh, I, think the, I, think the, I think the film was really well written and really well directed. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the cinematography, although very simplistic and not necessarily special, mm. kind of did what it had to do. And yeah. it was really, really nice and mm. soft and pleasant and matched the yeah. tone. Uh, I, I don't think it's a movie that would have benefited from more directorial no. um, faff. No. I, think, I think it's a nice, simple, an hour and a half story that's weird and jumbled up, but yeah. you get something out of it.
1: Yeah, this this is one of the movies that um, if it came out today, even having seen it, I wouldn't say for you to go pay your money and go to the theaters and see it. Uh, this is one of those movies to where you you have to happen upon it. Like right. if you're if you're at home and the TV is just on, and then this happens to be on in the background, and then you're like, okay, I guess. Like you can't if you invest into it, then I guess it's harder to get your investment out. Right. You know. Yeah. But but if you if you don't put anything into it, and you just Whatever you happen to get from it, you get. It's kind you of let it happen. Then. Yeah, just a movie that you let happen. So I mean, um, I enjoy this movie a lot, a lot. It's something one that I've seen three or four times because, like you said, it is a jumbled mess. Yeah. You know, and there's no ultimate point Ever. at the end besides just accepting the moments for what they are and living the best that you actually you really can. But. um uh, if I'm going to go from a one out of a ten, of a recommendation for just anybody, I would say it's probably like a seven, somewhere between a seven and a seven and a half.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give it like a like a six. I'm going to give it a six. Yeah. All right. I, I liked a lot of what the movie did, but I wasn't impressed, and I wasn't.
1: That's. You are know, you saying six for your enjoyment? Well, we, I don't want to do that again. No, no, no. no <laughs> yeah. It's just
0: like just like that's my grade. Like, no, yeah. Like yeah. I was not impressed by the movie hmm. in any grandiose term, but I liked a lot of what the movie did. Yep. Um, but I wasn't blown away by it. It was, it's kind of, it's a six. Mm. Um. But that's not, that's not, that's not inherently a bad thing.
1: Uh, it is. I, but think, right. <laughs> I, think, I think
0: you can genuinely enjoy like a, a six
1: movie. The only reason I said that it yeah. is just cause like the six is like, why is it a six? Cause I mean like entertainment value, mm. I'm like, okay, six. But like the writing was so good. They're like the, the directing was good. You know, the acting was above average. Well, here's the know? thing.
0: I, cause I think that, yeah, the running was really good. The oh, performances yeah. were really good. Yeah. But the movie was so jumbled mm-hmm. that I had to actively think about those things. That's to the enjoy entertainment them. value, yeah. And and if I have to act- actively think about how well your actors are doing and how well your writing is doing mm-hmm. because your structure is messy, mm-hmm. that for me detracts a lot of technicality. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it was the point and you did it on purpose yeah. I think it for me it detracts a lot of the, the, the technicality
1: I think I'm kind of getting yeah. your, the grading system now after two uh, and a half years yeah, for yeah. you <laughs> it's about time <laughs> <laughs> no, like, we do it differently like I go by like I don't put my personal like this did mm-hmm. this to me so this is the grade Is say this is what it is and I like it like it's a nine right. but it is a this and you're saying this movie might technically be an eight but I had to do these things and it detracted my enjoyment right. so regardless of if you had Scorsese you know do Doing this and these people doing that. If I didn't enjoy it, then I don't care how good it is.
0: Right? For yeah, okay. and that's kind of my thing. Right. Um, that being said, it is a fun movie to watch. I don't think I would watch it again, mm-hmm. but I would recommend it to anyone that likes the type of quirky independent movie. Oh yeah, yeah I think I think it's a solid one. Oh yeah, um, but I wouldn't watch it again. Uh, with that being said, we are going to cut, and then we're yes. going to talk about uh, television and closing. Uh, television, television and movie, and
1: movie premieres. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We'll be up. Yeah. Uh, we're here at television and movie premieres this is going to be for the week from tuesday may the 1st from monday may the 7th a uh, short week for both movies and television the first thing is going to be tuesday john Mullaney, kid gorgeous at radio city it's a, a stand-up comedy special it's going to be on netflix um you ever heard of john mulaney at all i fucking all? love john mulaney yeah i oh,
0: yeah. i watched two of his stand-ups and i love him nice he's really good he
1: is super funny <laughs> It, um, but yeah, he's gonna be on Netflix. He has a comedy special. Netflix like owns comedy right now. They just they're because shitting out comedy. They are. Yeah. They very much are.
0: Oh, talking about comedy, real quick. I watched uh, Seth Rogen's uh, Hilarity for Charity. Oh on yeah, Netflix. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, I think the joke was that he made that happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> it's is. so fucking funny. Hell yeah.
0: I, lo- I, I, I kind of dig it. I nice. kind of dug it a lot. Hell yeah. The fucking motherfucker brought the mop inside of us. He brought the mop Yeah. Like I so he had the <laughs>
1: algorithm thing and he just threw every type of genre at you that he could and just so seen funny. what happened. I love the. Yeah, it was nice. Good old Seth. <laughs> but that's that was that's Tuesday, May the 1st. John Mulaney going to have a stand-up special on Netflix, so check him out. Uh, the next thing is going to be Wednesday, May the 2nd. It's a uh, miniseries called Being Serena. Uh, Serena Williams, of course, the uh, yeah. famous uh, tennis player. Yeah. It's on HBO at 10 p.m. Wednesday, May the second. Um, she's quite possibly, and I don't think I'm being biased here, the greatest uh, female tennis player that ever lived. I think so too. You know, um, just statistically speaking, it's hard to say things like that in the moment while someone's still living and actively yeah. doing their thing that they're the greatest that's ever done it. But it does seem to be that way. I mean, and her
0: fucking track record is incredible. Yes. That's oh yeah. Even even the, when they played doubles, like she was her always Venus, yeah. a standout on the court.
1: Very much so. So, I mean, um, as someone that doesn't actively watch volleyball, I mean, uh, tennis, like, every week or every month. As a matter of fact, the only time I'm going to watch is when it comes down to winning something. Yep. And when it comes down to winning something, Serena is usually there. Yep, you know? so, so um
0: And uh, she usually wins it, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So, she, she's fresh off of uh, delivering a baby not too long ago, and she's back performing. But this is a documentary uh, miniseries on being Serena on right. HBO Wednesday, May the 2nd. Uh, the next thing is going to be Friday, May the 4th. It's uh, on Netflix. It's called Anon. It's a sci-fi thriller. Uh, Clive o- Owen and Amanda Siegfried star in the latest sci-fi thriller directed by Andrew Nichol, Uh Gattaca. I guess he did I that. Uh, set in the not-too-distant future.
0: People fucking love Gattaca. I do not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that is. It's, uh, I'll tell t- you, air. Yeah.
1: But it's, it's set in the not-too-distant future when technology has rendered concepts like privacy and anonymity obsolete. All right, so that is that is the not too distant future. So, yeah. yeah, that's that. <laughs> that's uh, Friday, May the 4th, Anon on Netflix. That's Clive Owen and uh, Amanda Siegfried. So, um, check that out. I know Amanda
0: out. Siegfried. I don't know yeah. who the fuck Clive Owen
1: is. I know him, but I don't, I can't, I'm the white guy, dark hair, but I can't think of what I've seen him in, though. Yeah, but it
0: might, it might be the same guy from Gattaca, honestly. Nah.
1: Yeah. I don't know Gattaca, but yeah, Clive Owen, check check them out. Yeah. yeah, that's sure. Friday, May the 4th. Uh, The last show for this week is going to be Sunday, May the 6th. I'm dying up here. It's a drama comedy on Showtime at 10 p.m. It's a show that's uh, produced by um, Jim Carrey. Last season, season one, was so fucking good. I mean, you have actual real life comedians, some not, and some just actors or comedic actors. And they're showing what it's like in the 1970s trying to come up as a stand up comedian, you know, going from living, all living with each other and. Um, going from place to place, being homeless at some times and just trying to do anything they can to get stage time and you know, make a living, uh-huh. you know, just purely as a comedian. And um, the second season, Brad Garrett joins the cast in the, 19 se- well, the 1970 set series for a second season. Um, the only movie that we have coming out this week is Tully. It's rated R in 96 minutes as a comedy drama uh, you know who Jason Reitman is. I never heard of this director.
0: No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm.
1: But it's starring Charlize Theron, Mackenzie Davis, Mark Duplass, and Ron Livingston.
0: This is one of those movies that just released at a horrible time of the year.
1: Uh, what is this about? Uh, the film is about Marlo, a mother of three, including a newborn, who is a gifted night nanny by who is gifted a night nanny by her brother. Hesitant, hesitant to the extravagance at first. Marlo comes from. This is bullshit. What the hell? <laughs> Sometimes challenging young Nanny Tooley. This is supposed to be a comedy, but it doesn't look funny.
0: That's that's I saw the trailer and I was not severely impressed. I don't know what the tone was. It's it looks tonally inconsistent. What? Yeah, I thought it was a horror movie at first and then it turned into a comedy. So I don't know what's really going on. Um it's a weird movie. But it released like this is a movie that if it released seven months ago. Would have been okay. Uh would have done okay in the box office, people would have watched it. Everybody's
1: gonna be watching Infinity War. Someone's gonna come to this movie. I don't get like yeah. this is Charlize Theron. Like I like all these people: Charlize yeah. Theron, Mark Duplass, Ron Livingston. About someone named Tully. No, like I don't, I don't get it. No, nope. yeah, not, all right. I, not I, I.
0: saw the trailer. I still don't get it. So it's not gonna be that. Uh, Pete, no one's gonna watch it because Infinity War is up. Damn it, Charlize! Yeah. Like I mean, I'm
1: gonna watch, it, but not at the movie theater. Right. I'm not yeah. going. I'm not paying money in the theaters to see that. So
0: that movie's what gonna is? flop. But just just oh. based on the release schedule alone, I don't even know if the movie's gonna be good. But
1: um, Charlie's <laughs> No,
0: they they all gotta do a fuck up every once in a while.
1: I mean, it might be good. It might, might be. It might be really it good. As I'm saying, this is not gonna be a commercial success, like I right. said. But it might be a very good movie. But um, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see for that. Yep. Um, is that it? That is it for movies and television. Oh yeah?
0: damn! That's a weird. Like, just one movie. Just one movie, yeah. Uh, I mean...
1: A uh, well, wide release, at least.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't really have anything else to talk about. I talked about everything. I fucking got drunk, and that's it. I don't have a goddamn thing. Uh, is there anything else you want to add?
1: Um, I'm going to go see Infinity Wars here in a minute. Y- yes, that I'm is, excited. Yeah.
0: Text me what you think when you go see it, because oh, yeah? I'm excited to talk about that movie. I is Tessa going with
1: out. you? Uh, no, she has a uh, pact that she has to see every Marvel movie with her brother and mother. Oh, okay. Fair yeah. right. I tried that with him one time and that it didn't work out well. It wasn't good. You know?
0: I feel that. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for today's episode. Uh, watch me and you and everyone we know if you're into that kind of film. Uh, I thought it did several things well. Um, and uh, I enjoyed it at the like, end of it.
1: The, the great thing is like why I try to put positive things on on the um, on certain movies because I'm like, if someone is listening to a me, you, and everyone we know, it's most likely because they've seen the movie. Right. You yeah. know, so it's like, but I'm still going to be truthful about it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not an 8, 9, or a 10 movie, and yeah, I can't sure. tell you that it is. And anybody that's watching it, you may enjoy this movie like it's a 10 movie. I mean, chances are you probably think it's a great movie because yeah. you went out of your way to search and find people talking about this movie that right. you can't talk to your friends about so because nobody's seen it really. So so you came here to listen to us talk great things about it. There are some very good things about it that we've pointed out. Yeah. I'm giving it like a seven, a seven and a half. And, you know, listen yeah. to the episode again and, and know, see what and you know. think.
0: See that shit out. Uh, yeah. uh, I had a turn of thought and I lost it, so I'm just going to close. Yeah. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we will catch you next week. You can find us on Twitter at the underscore FFS Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at the FFS Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Google Play Music, iTunes Podcast app, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. and remain name uh, for film's sake. And my personal Twitter handle is at Brian Chuya.
1: I'm at THA underscore VUNZ. Hey. hey.
0: And that's it for today's episode. See you guys next week.